0: Hello, I'm Kristen Perman, and this is Updates You Didn't Ask For. Hi, friends. I'm sitting in a parking lot in New Hampshire. I've just gone into one of my thrift shops, and I'm waiting for the other ones to open. They have about a half an hour to go, and this is a fairly large parking lot where I will not be bothered. Um, we'll hear some sounds, I'm sure, but, you know, nothing that isn't par for the course, considering that I'm a very unprofessional little podcast here, right? Um I contemplated erasing my last episode. I listened to it. I still, I don't regret anything I said, not one bit. The only part that I didn't want to have out there maybe was the election part. But now where we are, it it doesn't even seem so far off base, and you know what? Sometimes there's going to be ones, one being, Jesus, Kristen. Sometimes there is going to be an episode or three, or however many that just fall dead, or land. Yeah, they don't land it right. They're not. They're not that hit out of the park. I don't know why I use sports references, and I clearly don't understand sports references which is why these um these little analogies I'm trying to make here are just really terrible um i i don't even know i don't even know anymore you guys i have been i've been home for so long and i've been trying to make myself go out more and i have been and then this weekend i'm going to go to new york and see my kid and i'm going to take the train instead of driving down. I think I've mentioned that right. And I think I mentioned the reasons why. Um, And then we have a few things that we're going to be doing. I'm going to go get pierced. And it's an appointment only situation. So there aren't people, a lot of people in the store. They basically put you like the girl in the plastic bubble, except for your ears. Um, And then my daughter and I are also going to get tattooed. Again, safe situation, masks, all that. But I was talking with a friend and I thought, you know, I've been doing this and then and and then I just shit the bed. Like what the fuck? I'm still not going to go inside and eat. I I just I just don't understand the indoor dining thing. It's questionable whether I'm even going to do um take out that I would eat in my room. I'm kind of of the uh, I'm kind of in this mode where I I want to do not street food, but kind of street food. I want to eat pizza that I haven't eaten in a really long time because gluten-free pizza is good in New York. I want to eat a gluten-free bagel with fucking, like, like fake cream cheese and locks, and I want to do that kind of stuff, and I want to eat a freaking greasy-ass potato knish, and I want to de- get a big tub of takeout split pea soup. I want to... um I I kind of, you know, maybe some suit, I don't even know. I just don't think, one, that I want to have my hotel room stinking like takeout. Especially because there's not going to be any housekeeping coming into my room. Um, Did I tell you I determined that a hotel is safer for me, in my head, than than an Airbnb? Um, The hotel I'm staying at, they have a 72-hour policy where there's nobody in the room before you. The cool thing is is that the mister was just down seeing the kid. He came back yesterday, Wednesday. So he went Sunday to Wednesday last week. Now I'm going Sunday to Wednesday this week. And I'm staying in the same hotel he stayed in. And he actually requested the same hotel, the same actual room. And they said that they would do that. So that's kind of exciting because that means that there will no, there will have been nobody other than my husband in that room. I mean, the cleaners went through that room, but but it will have just been my husband that had stayed there. That makes me happy. Uh, what else makes me happy? Oh my God. What makes me happy is that I'm going to be going to New York. I've told you a million times before that that's where I feel like myself. So I have those two appointments and it makes sense because if you know me, you know that I'm usually doing some sort of body modification. I'm usually getting tattooed. It's been a fucking year. So it would make sense that I would do all the things. So I'm going to do all the things in that way. And then I am going to walk my fucking butt up and down and across and back and up and down and across and back. I'm bringing my camera, camera is a couple. I want it to be really light since I'm traveling on the train. But I also had my husband take pictures of the room because you, if you know me, you know, I like to shoot in a hotel room so I am considering bringing a camera to make some work. I'm just not really sure what camera I want that to be. I think I know what camera I want it to be, but it's heavy, so we'll see. So far, great story, huh? Um, I was listening to a podcast this morning as I was driving up here. I went to the beach this morning, first off. Um... Oh my God, I love the Atlantic Ocean so much. I grew up on the Pacific Ocean, but I think the Atlantic Ocean has my heart. that That's the truth of the matter. I love it. I love it so much. So I got my fill of the sea. I got to take in the smell and and, and hear her and, and all of that. Um, I walked some alleys, and I'm going to tell you that beach alleys are some of my favorite. You always see some good things, some really good things. I didn't bring enough film with me, but that's okay. I think it's always good to um, end on a high note. I really do. I found a cool location, I think. Not I think, I know. Um, I just have to figure out what I want to shoot there. And I was, so as I was listening to this podcast, the dude was talking about running. And he was, he said, running is the vehicle that gets you to who you are which is such a beautiful quote and i misquoted but that was the premise of it and i thought you know that's that's what spin does for me it's the vehicle going nowhere which is really cool right going nowhere fast that gets me to who i am now that got me to who i am now and i put i've put a tremendous amount of miles on a spin bike i have left a lot of tears and anger i've worked out so much shit in a dark room especially when i was going to soul cycle like especially in those first 3 years of going to soul cycle and one teacher in particular he really i worked through some dark ass shit that was when i went down to the ashes of my soul truly broken and broken you've heard the stories of the friends you've heard the stories of my dad you've heard the stories with my sister so you know what i mean when i say that i was a broken broken soul and, um soul cycle saved me, so i I am grateful for that spin bike. I'm grateful for peloton I'm grateful that I figured out that Peloton figured out a way for Peloton to work for me. Um, I was thinking though that my kid would maybe like to run. she hates running, but maybe running would be the thing i don't know i I am done trying to. I'm not going to, I don't want to be that person that I kind of am sometimes that mom that like tells their kid what to do, what to wear, what they think they, you know, because as a parent, we all have our perceptions of our kid, right? We all have our notions of what we think they are, who we think they are. We think on some level, if you're someone like me, you think that you know more than your kid and and on some levels you do, but you fucking don't also, especially when your kid is not really a kid. She's 19. She's going to be 20 in March. Um she's an adult. Legally she's an adult. So I try to tell myself that all the time. Um she might be a little bit too dependent as an adult right now, but also these are unprocessed. <laughs> you know what kind of times these are. That's what they are. That's where we are. That's where we stand. And it's hard, man. I I am listen. I was thinking about this. I was thinking about the fact that um we moved to a brand new state and a brand new city where we had never been into a house that we bought off the internet six months before a fucking global pandemic. So I am learning to cut myself some goddamn slack. And that's sort of what I've been doing this past week, along with all of my other bullshit, because, you know, I am who I am I'm trying to work on those things. But, you know, I have my moments there. If you follow me on social, you'll see I posted something about jealousy yesterday, and there is a photographer whose work is just so beautiful, and I get real jealous when I see that work. I just get real jealous, and I don't follow this person because I don't ever want to copy or be influenced by that or any of it, so and i and i i completely forgot about the person except that we have similar uh photo groups on Facebook Facebook i really think i'm going to fucking quit and i've been on there for so long i have stayed on there I've always said because the memories that pop up with my sister but the stupid algorithm has taken my sister off of my map and I don't need Facebook to remind me of her anymore. This is the 10 year anniversary of her passing away. It will be July 1st. It'll be 10 years. I feel like it's time. And I don't even need to make an announcement or anything like that, you know. I just think maybe it's time. We'll see. It's a band-aid and and I don't it doesn't have to be permanent, does it? I can just close it down and then make the decision. I don't know. It's interesting to me that some people have chosen to use, um, Facebook a lot more than they use, um, Instagram. And I know why, because a lot of their friends and their groups are on Facebook. I understand that a lot of people use Facebook for groups. They use it for live sessions and all that. And I, gosh, I wish I saw Facebook that way now. Um, Maybe I will, but I've just, that's the one attachment that I still have to my dad. So maybe that's what I need to leave. I don't even know. I have no idea. I I started a, um, I started working with a nutritional counselor last week and we had one hour together. We've had one hour session and we don't, you don't, the thing that's cool about her is that you don't book into a situation where it's, um, packages or anything like that. She's definitely like, look, you I'm here. You can you can do once a week, you can do every other week, you can go rando. As per usual with who I am and the kind of person that I am, it was a lot of information. So, I've just been trying to figure out what I want to do. I think every other week is too much for me because it's a lot to process because here's what I'm going to tell you. We didn't talk about food. We didn't talk about food. I mean we kinda talked about food, but it went so much deeper and so much Whoa. That's all I'm gonna say is Whoa. Um I feel like every three weeks would work for me. So and she's so cool. She's gonna be like, okay, that's fine. She doesn't she doesn't hold judgment. She's here to support nutritional counseling is really almost like cognitive behavioral therapy where you're getting practical tools and you're seeing patterns from childhood. And we talked a lot about my childhood. I mean, I've told you all about the cooking punishment, right? And how I don't like to cook. And that's what I thought it was. And I've always maintained that. And definitely that is a huge, that is something that plays a part in my life for sure. But you know what I remembered? Oh my gosh. When my parents first divorced, we were left with my dad and he would work all day and he made me cook dinner, 10 years old cooking dinner, never having cooked before. Maybe he showed me, I don't remember that part of it, but what I do remember is there was this one time that I was cooking 10 years old, maybe younger, maybe I was nine, maybe I was 11, but not old enough to be at home alone cooking with oil, okay? Okay. Dropped the tongs, dropped the utensil. I don't even know, remember what exactly happened. All I know is that I burned the shit out of my hand, my left hand, and I had first and second degree burns all over my hand. Enough to where I couldn't do PE for a long time. Um, It did not stop me having to cook dinner. It did not stop any of that. I think that there's so much association for me tied in with like not being able to be a child anymore and having to cook and especially cooking dinner. I didn't even realize that, and it's interesting, right, that like I had to be the person doing dinner when my parents first divorced, and then my dad and stepmom thought a good punishment for me to learn responsibility was to cook dinner. Bitch, what, when didn't I have responsibility? That's the fucking part that just galls me. It's like, when didn't I have responsibility? And my dad was so, like, so angry with me for all I ever wanted to do was get out of the house, and it's like... And I did tell him, thank God I had that opportunity. I did tell him that once I fucking moved out of their house, all I had to worry about was myself. I didn't have to do or care for anybody else but Kristen. And he looked so, he looked so shocked by that. And it's like, wow, Mr. Disconnect. So, I don't know. I didn't mean for this to become a little rant of me, you know, saying these things that sound the way they sound. I um I'm happy to know these things about myself. I'm happy to remember that memory because now I understand that the that now I understand that um it goes so much deeper. It goes so much deeper. Something to unravel and we have somebody next to me like two cars away screaming into her fucking phone. So, I guess I'm going to just end this episode because we have someone who is, um, she's very distracting, I think. I don't even know. Maybe I'm not gonna even post this. You know how people say, felt cute, might delete later? That's what this episode is. Goodbye.